hello hello <clears throat> how are you my friends it's been a minute i am here with you today we're going to be talking about diet culture but before we dive in let's pray heavenly father hear our prayer today be with us search our spirits lord we just ask for peace we ask for strength lord and just courage to be the women and the servants that you need us to be lord and just continue to uh, to lift us up lord and then we just thank you we thank you for your love your grace and your mercy this day in christ's name we pray amen okay ladies so this one is very interesting you may or may not have heard of diet culture but we are going to dig in you may um and what i'm talking about you may hear things that you identify with i know i definitely do okay so if you're wondering yes i'm eating because this is my lunch break what am i eating i'm eating um fajita chicken so i got some diced chicken from kroger that they have in that bag and I just did some fajita mix and some onions so very simple I wanted vegetables I forgot to put some in this morning oh well so here we go let me get the diet the definition excuse me of diet culture okay it can stem from an extreme phobia of being overweight and also dysmorphia this is from the national eating disorders organization so you can actually go to nationaleatingdisorders.org and find this information i'm not just making it up from chanel fink okay let's look at examples examples could be justification for eating whatever you want because you had an intense workout or because you haven't eaten all day when you've heard or yourself said the phrase i'll start on monday mm-hmm i know we've heard that or rating ourselves based on your weight size of clothes or how quote unquote well I eat. Woo! I saw, I saw myself in like all of those right now. Okay. So this is not like an attack on anyone. This is not me on my platform. This really is sharing information so that if some of this hits home for anyone, um, hey, now you're informed. Okay. Um, okay. So I just wonder how many of you guys have heard of this, of diet culture. You can DM me on Instagram, Facebook, and let me know I'm interested. This is something that I recently learned of. I'm saying recently, but it's been maybe the past uh, three or four months. And I've kind of looked into things like intuitive eating. There are things where, you know, there are many Instagrammers who just say no dieting at all. All dieting is bad. Um, so I, 
I'm not sure if I'm that extreme because I feel like if you want to make some positive changes in your diet, um, go for it, especially if you've already talked to your physician. But, you know, everybody has their viewpoints. I'm very interested in hearing yours. So my question to you, ladies, do you feel like you are a part of diet culture? Have you said those things? To yourself have you heard someone say those things all right I if you haven't heard my story I was obese and when I say that I am 5'2 my heaviest was 273 okay so some of those phrases that I just mentioned I definitely said when I was at my heaviest okay Um, My mindset was totally different. Um, I will say that when I did lose the weight, I was so fixated on not even getting close to being that size again or not even having the mindset of that size that I definitely said some of those things, okay? Here are some other things that the diet culture says that we should quote unquote stop using or be mindful of using. Listen up. Calling foods bad versus good. Saying, oh, carbs are really bad for you. Okay. Because it can give the idea that a food should be labeled as good or bad, which Food is not good or bad. You just have foods that are more nutritious for you versus foods that have other things that are not as nutritious for you. Okay. Um, and we'll we'll go back to that in just a second because I know some of you are like, uh-uh, that's bad for you. Okay. So you just have to be really careful. I know there was a statement about, and some of these are extreme, right? But there was a statement that I saw on Instagram where one of the ladies was saying that, you know, you really shouldn't say things like, I need to lose five pounds or I need to lose 10 pounds, right? That statements like that could be damaging because you don't know who is listening and they may need to lose way more than that, you know, and that statement could make them feel some kind of way that a much healthier statement needs would be I'm going to start eating healthier you know or just don't say anything at all basically saying why do we need to announce what our health goals are now maybe in the midst of conversation among friends if that's the topic yeah but just starting to take a look like why do we need to be so vocal and maybe announce those things Again, not suggesting one way or another, just giving you something to think about. So going back to the labeling as good or bad, um, we know that I'm going to go to one of my favorite restaurants. Okay, so I'm going to go there. So let's say Whataburger. We know that a large Whataburger chocolate milkshake, which sounds delicious right now, is not nutritious for you. Okay. However, calling it a bad food in in diet culture, think, okay, um, is 
almost like placing guilt upon someone if they choose to have it. Whereas really we should be thinking, I want, I want a shake right now. I'm going to have it. And that's it. Like it's the end of it. I want a shake. Now, when we start looking at things that are unhealthy, if I start a behavior of having a milkshake, a large milkshake every day, okay, that, that's a behavior that I need to look at. And that not necessarily just the food, but why do I feel the need to have that every day? Um, and then also, if you have some type of medical condition, if you are, you know, diabetic or, you know, you have some thyroid issues, cholesterol, then we look at, okay, we still don't necessarily need to call a food item a bad thing. We can say, this food is not a food that is helping me and my condition and whatever it is that I have going on, right? Again, your choice on what you wanna do, just giving you something to think about, okay? Here's something that is also really interesting. Okay. Um, have you guys heard of skinny privilege? Because it is real. I didn't think it was a real thing. And then I got quote unquote skinny. Okay, which I'm really not skinny. But <laughs> um, so skinny privilege, some of you are like, mm-hmm, yes, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Skinny privilege is where you are treated better um you are looked at differently maybe given certain advantages that someone who is overweight might not get okay so it's in diet culture they say that it views overweight individuals as less valuable and more risk more of a risk right um I definitely experienced that. I'm interested to know if some of you um, have. And I notice how I have been treated as a smaller individual versus when I was larger. And I'm not just talking about the men when I was single and how I was treated. I'm just talking about in society as a whole, like how I was looked at, um, you know, looked over, um, looked at, like I was disgusting. Versus now, there is a little bit more of, you know, when I say something, there's more respect. That is very unfortunate, but it is real. It is a true thing, okay? So just kind of notice when you're out and about if you, if you could observe some of that the next time that you're um, around people, okay? Um, so my question now what what should teach us our values about our body my sisters my friends i hope that your answer was the word and christ that should be our definite our guidelines on how we place value on our body how we place value on ourselves because guess what our children our husbands are watching right 
And I think about how hard I am on myself sometimes. And I'm like, man, I don't want my my son to feel that way about himself or feel that way about his body. Think about that. If you think about the last time that you judged your weight or your body or your self-image harshly, and now think about your child doing exactly that, what you just did. Does that make you cringe? It made me cringe. (laughs) I'm like, oh my goodness, I never want them to do that, right? But they're watching, you know, those little eyes, they pick up everything. Please, please just be careful. Take a look, you know, get you some scriptures on our temple and just how, you know, God created us. We are perfect, right? Does that mean that we should not um, be mindful of things? No, we need to take care of our temple that the Lord blessed us with. But that's not for us to tear it down. These bodies bless us to take care of our families, bless us to birth our children. The ones that the, the, the body that the Lord gave us. So ridiculing it and beating it with self-hatred. Um, I mean, oh my goodness. And I didn't even think about that until it just came out of my mouth right now. (laughs) So just think about that, right? Start thinking about ways that you can just be um, more positive about just your image, your body, and how you view your relationship with food, okay? So that is what I have for you guys today. I just wanted to share that tidbit with you about diet culture. I'm really interested to see how you guys view it. I would love to maybe part two of this to um, share some of the information um, that you guys shared with me um, about your experiences with diet culture and maybe skinny privilege and maybe when you were obese, just Whatever things have happened to you, I want to know. This is our community. Let's share. All right? Have a wonderful, wonderful day, guys. I will see you in part two. Bye. Hello, hello, family. Welcome to part two of Jesus is my jam podcast. So for me, it is 7.03 in the morning. I am on my way to work. So I thought I would just come to you guys and just kind of just kind of share. You know, you guys know that this um this podcast is kind of me sharing not only information but the the inner goings on of of my life so um yeah like yesterday um it turned out to be an okay day but it started so stressful like super stressful and I do have a point you're like where are you going Chanel promise I have a point um so I just woke up feeling like I had not been to sleep at all and some of you were like you know preach it you know I've been there but and 
my baby was ready to get up. He did not care if I wanted five more minutes, 10 more minutes, but it literally felt like I just hadn't been to sleep. And I was so frustrated and angry. Literally, I could feel tears about to come to my face because that is how tired I was. And it wasn't just that I was tired. It was that I was tired and there really were no options for me to get that sleep. It wasn't just like, okay, I'll do X, Y, Z, and then I'll come back and get a nap. It was, you're tired. Oh, well, you have to get up, get yourself dressed, get your son dressed, get to the daycare, get to work. No time to sit here and wallow (laughs) in your sorrows. You just, you just missed it. Whatever sleep you're supposed to have. Um, And I text one of my girlfriends. I was like, girl, I just don't know why. I didn't get to sleep, you know, um, I do have sinuses that can sometimes hinder that, but my sinuses were okay. Anyway, um, it just, it started just this really frustrating cycle. I ended up being, um, on time to work. So that was good. Thankful to the Lord. I just asked the Lord to just guide me for the rest of the day, um, and just help me to get the things done that he needs me to get done. And, um, you know, for the rest of the day, I really had to set some boundaries so that I did not, so I would not get overwhelmed and let the day get away from me. So um, I had some things that originally I was supposed to do that I do on Mondays. And I was just like, I text the church and I was just like, hey, not today. Like I need to, I need to be home. I need to get my, <laughs> get my life together. I can't have another day of this. Um, now you would think, that because I was so tired, I went to bed really early, right? Not your girl. So, and here's where I'm going to make the point. I, I think one, that I'm in this stage of being an overwhelmed mama and I just need like a whole day of sleep. I feel like I could sleep for an entire day. Um, two, let me know guys I feel like when I have a lot of things to do a lot of things on my plate on my to-do list and I don't get to even really dip into that the way that I need to I don't sleep as well like I I don't know like do you guys feel like that when you because I know they say you know if you have a lot of things on your mind you're supposed to write them down on a to-do list so that you don't forget I did that, but there were so many of those things that like, I was just stressed by how many things I had to do. So here's why I think that yesterday was a day like that. Because last night, I did not go to bed early, (laughs) like my husband pleaded with me to do, because that doesn't always work for me. I can go to bed early and still wake up like I hadn't slept, you know, if I have sinuses. So... I was like, mm-hmm, okay, thanks, yep, gotcha, thank you for, for the advice, um, I appreciate you, no sarcasm, I was trying to help, but I stayed up, I did some things that I needed to do for work, you know, for the household, for today, for, you know, just getting myself together for today, um, and it was a lot later than the day before that I finally went to sleep. But can I tell you, I slept like a baby, y'all. Yes, I'm clapping my hands. I slept like a baby. I had such a sense of 
completion, such a sense of accomplishment. So many things that I felt like I had taken off of my mental plate that I could rest. Um, now, I'm not saying that that is a good thing. Like, I know it's not a good thing. I should be able um, I should be able to, you know, come to the Lord and allow him to give me that rest that I need, right? And not have it be um, through this, this sense of accomplishment. He should be able to give me that peace for me to get rest, right? Um, so I'm working on it. But it, the first step is acknowledging what's happening, right? So that's kind of, you know, where I am right now, acknowledging what's going on. So I'm happy that I can see um, just this pattern, this observation. Um, So what do you guys do? Like, do you, first of all, I already know the answer to the question. I was going to ask if you ever experienced mom exhaustion, but I know that you do. So what are some of the things that you guys do to get that rest when you are feeling just that fatigue? Um, just that feeling of overwhelmed where you could use that day um, of rest, you know? Um, yeah, I'm just, I don't want to have that be a pattern where I have to complete all the things in order to get rest. But um, I know that that's where in my problem is lying. And maybe, aha, <laughs> Eureka, that. I need to take some of those things off of my plate. See, I'm sorting it out as I'm talking to you guys. Um, So that I don't have that mental long list of things to do. Maybe take away away the things on my to-do list, right? Um, So yeah, share with me. Share with me what are the different things that you are doing um, to, to just make your mom life easier, please. Please, please, like, I want to know what you're doing. So I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Um, and, oh, I just ordered my, <laughs> I, I see I'm multitasking to you. I, so I just ordered my Starbucks drink, my pickup Starbucks drink, like, while I was recording this. Is that bad? No, I don't think so, because you guys are, you're with me. Like, you are experiencing Chanel life, right? Um, so yeah, one of the things that I'm doing today just to take some things off of my mental plate is like, I've already planned my workout for today, which is going to be a strength building workout. I was originally going to do upper body, but I think I need to do, um, a total body workout. And, um, I think that's going to be great for me to get some toning in. Um, I'm shifting a little bit from the mom exhaustion because um, this came into my brain and I think it is important to share. Um, You know that in my previous, in part one of this podcast, I talked about um, diet culture. So one of the things that I have begun doing to do my part to stray away from that is to not feel like I must work out every single day, every single day, right? So I have started taking rest days, which usually um, in previous Chanel life was one day a week, 
one day a week. So I was exercising. And even that one day, y'all, I would still like do an intense walk, right? I still just had to do something. And now in my 40 plus mama years, <laughs> I am seeing that that is just, first of all, it's not realistic. It's just not, not with a 17 month old. Um, and two, it's just not healthy for me right now. Maybe some other, you guys are in a place where you can do that. For me right now, it is not healthy um, physically or mentally. Um, when I say physically, I can feel the taxing on my body when I don't do as many rest days. Um, my recovery is not as great. And then mentally, I have this thing of, oh my gosh, I need to get in that fifth workout. I need to get in that sixth workout and it's on my brain. And, you know, I'm beating myself up about it. Um, so, you know, now that my goal is four to five really good workouts and ensuring that I am eating healthfully and nutrition, nutritiously on the days that I'm not really every day, but still, you guys get the picture. Um, it's my focus, it's my goal, you know? And if it's not perfect, I kind of just let it go. And I can feel just this mental weight being lifted and kind of my self-esteem too. It's just like a self-esteem booster. I feel better about it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm finding that I'm getting more out of my workouts. I'm enjoying them more because I'm not as um, completely fatigued and sore from the previous workout. And I think I'm going to continue this. Um, I have not weighed myself. I'm really focusing more on how my clothes fit. And right now they're looking pretty good. So maybe I'll put... Um, post a picture, another after picture on my um, Instagram. And um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I've got to get the perfect outfit for it. And um, we can kind of share. I'd love to see some of your some of your before and after pics if you would like to share. Um, no pressure there. So I am down the street from my Starbucks now. I am getting, I am getting an iced coffee with almond milk and three Splenda, and it's going to be delicious. I can't wait. All right. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. If you are listening to this in the morning, I hope you are doing something peaceful and amazing to get your day started in the best way that the Lord sees fit. Have a wonderful day, ladies. Bye.